Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, it's Caroline from G Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G Thanks, visit gthanksjustboughtit.com slash episodes. See you there. Hello, and welcome to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. And as always, or as recently, I am joined by my guest co-host, Sally Tamarkin. Hey, Sally. Good morning. Caroline, good morning. Hi. I'm so excited to tell you about two things I've bought recently that like really solidify me as... uh. It's like one is inside the home and one is outside the home. And I'm mm-hmm. excited about both. And I know that, you know, last week we talked about the 12 foot skeleton and Halloween. And the week before we kind of got you ready on your uh, road trip, which you're still on on the West side and West side, West side of the States, West side um, of the United States of America. But let's bring it back. Just like old school G thanks. Like, let's just like go right in and like, ask me about the things that I bought. So let me set the scene for you. And I'm going to let you do a little choose your own adventure moment. Would you like to hear about my outdoor purchase or my indoor purchase first? Let's go indoor. Okay. I love the way your head is thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so I am probably the last person to get on this trend, uh, but I recently bought an air fryer. Well, and well, well. Do you, and do you have one? You're the second to last person to get on it because I'm the <gasps> last because I'm not on it yet. Yet. Finally. I say I'm, yet. I finally have beat someone at something somewhere. Um, this could be I, my last hour on earth yeah, I, as a I person th- who I, doesn't own an air fryer. It might just be. Hold on. I'm grabbing a cookbook. A physical cookbook? I've never heard of such a thing. A cookbook you can physically hold with your hands? Cookbooks are the kind of only book that I'm like, it makes sense to have physically. Like, I like to make notes and stuff. But, you know, in in a classic TikTok made me buy it situation. I follow, we've all been there. I follow this account, this woman called Brunch with Babs, who, if you don't know her, um, she is amazing. She is um, a a grandmother, um, a mother, a retired preschool teacher. And during the pandemic, her daughter, who is um, sort of like an uh, uh, influencer type, was like, oh, like, let's get mom on here. You know, like mom has all these great recipes. Mom has all these great tips and started sort of like a spinoff of her own account and then called like brunch with Babs. Like, oh, like my mom, like Barbara is going to do like a little like thing every week, like with a tip about cooking or a recipe or t- like, and then it just blew up like millions of followers and just really like incredible grasp on the medium. Amazing. Love of it. Of the medium, rather. And so Babs has a book called Celebrate with Babs, um, Holiday Recipes and Family Traditions, which is like exactly right up my alley. Um, Babs has like lots of great tips. Like if Vinegar Heads, like went in that in the clean report when we talked about like how we clean things, like Babs mm-hmm. would like love the drill brushes. You know, I really feel um quite secure in that guess. I've I've DM'd her many times to be like, 
please come on the podcast. Please come on the podcast. And my cousin even had her as a preschool teacher, which I didn't know until recently. Whoa, cool connection. And I still cannot get her on the podcast. So Babs is booked and busy. Um, She's booked and busy. She doesn't do media. She doesn't do media. And you know what? Why should she? And like Babs, like may we all be smart enough to not do media in literally any case. Um, But it was Babs' TikTok and the effortless way in which she... Uh, prepares food and talks about food um, that made me think like I had seen one too many of her air fryer based recipes. Mm -hmm. And I thought, now this is something I should try because I don't like cooking. um, And I think that's okay. It just doesn't give me joy. I just, when I want to eat something, I want to eat it. I don't want to spend any time preparing it. And usually by the time I'm done preparing something, I no longer want to eat it. Mm-hmm. And that is a hard cycle to break. And honestly, at this juncture in my life, um, I don't really care about breaking it or not. So I was like, okay, an air fryer is, that seems like my level of a thing I can do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I bought the Ninja air fryer. Um, okay. It is the Ninja AF. I assume that stands for Air Fryer mm-hmm. 101. No way to your know. College, your college course, Ninja AF 101. Ninja as fuck 101. Sure. Um, air Fryer that crisps, roasts, reheats, and dehydrates for quick, easy meals. Four-quart capacity and high-gloss finish. That's important to me. Mm-hmm. Bought it for $99.99, which is not $100. Um, Mm-mm. and it also has, it's the number one bestseller in air fryers. Um, it's usually 130, but it's marked down to 99 at the time of this recording. And it has just about 40,000 five-star ratings. Whoa. So I felt pretty, pretty confident about this. Um, now I just want to take you back to, uh, 2016 when everyone got an instant pot. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't super into the instant pot. Uh, yeah, some, I never went down that went down that. You road. never went down that either. You really like you really like sat this one out. Well, here's the thing. Um please. I've always been really confident in my identity as a person who doesn't like to cook and nothing will change that. Um and so I think that's why. I don't th- so, I think it's just my own being a um a bit of a curmudgeon that caused me to not get not hop aboard this train. So you're not only you're not just behind me in the fact that you don't have an air fryer and don't have an instant pot. You're actually ahead of me because you know yourself better than to think, well, if I buy an air fryer, you know, something will change within me. I didn't want to turn this whole episode into a thing about how evolved I am as a person, but since you brought it up, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, please, no. please rub it no, in. Um, rub it in. You know what it is? I mean, like I've bought plenty of things thinking that like this is this is the thing that makes me into a different person. And also, I do think that that can definitely work sometimes. It's just that like cooking holds so little interest to me. I, I so experience it as a chore. No part of it brings me joy totally. whatsoever. So I just I, I never I, I'm like, you know what? Let me. I am I do try to fill the void with consumer goods for sure. Yeah. And I try to change my behavior with purchases. But cooking and food prep is just like one of the categories in which I've never really tried to do that. I do think that there's something like inherently cozy about like I like a crock pot um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's just like throw the thing in the thing. You know, I love set it and the forget thing I, it. Yeah, set it and forget it. But yeah, I don't love like. Dan loves cooking, right? Like Dan, like really gets so does joy Andrea. From, well, like great, I love eating, you know. So <laughs> I can I can meet you halfway. Like I'll meet you. I'll take the baton when it's a fork and you're handing me a plate of totally. food that you cooked, and I'll eat it. And I will be emphatically we complimentary. Should, and we should great. rebrand eating as just the second part of the cooking process. You know, yeah, like the yeah, second I lap. You yes. know what I mean? And I love to cook. The, my my contribution to cooking is putting the food in my in my body. Right. If why would you cook if someone's not going to eat it? And so some might say we're actually the most important part of the process because that's just food waste. You know, think about I know, it. 
I certainly would say that we're obviously the ones in our relationship who care about conservation and protecting the planet. That's for sure. Yeah, I definitely def you. You got that right. You got that right. Um, but the air, I love a, I love like a contraption. Um, sure. And, and I think the instant pot, uh, it just it's just billed to you as the instant pot didn't work for me um mostly because it's just i think it was marketed in a way that i actually believed the marketing which was like like kind of the way a crock pot is marketed but like what i really was looking for was a crock pot right because an instant pot is just like a faster crock pot it's a pressure cooker okay Um, okay but it still can't you still have to do some work. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like getting my instant pot, getting very excited and then reading the recipe. That's like, take out this pan and, you know, sear the meat and then toast. Your- and I'm like, no, 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 no. I wanted to put like 10 raw ingredients in this pot. And then 45 minutes later, come out with like a full an meal, incredible meal. And you can do that with like mac and cheese or rice or, you know, that's kind of any, it. any um, like one to two ingredient. Yeah. yeah totally. Like if I have to take out another pan to sear the meat, like forget it. And it's yeah. like, okay, but forget it. It's just not me. It's just not for me. Searing the meat, to me, that's a whole thing that I'm not going to do because it's not, it's like, it's a thing. It's, it's a, it's work you have to do that doesn't result in the thing being done and ready to eat. It sounds like it's just a first step. Right. And it's also, but, and then like real people who love to cook will be like, well, it actually helps like secure the oils and the juices. And like, it actually gives a bigger flip. And I'm like, mm, no, I mean, I, I believe care. all that. That sounds great. <laughs> no, but I believe not it. For me, you know, it's just, I don't care. Yeah. I just, I don't have an appreciation for that. But I, I'm really, um, I'm fascinated by the air fryer because I have to under I have to admit that I've never understood how it works because you see the photos and I'm looking on Amazon right now. I see the photos of this like beautifully fried food, but like it fries with air. And that to me sounds like some sort of um, magic thing that like defies science. So can you like, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about what you've made and how it works. Hashtag women in STEM. I'm, I'm hearing that. Um, That's exactly what I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So the air fryer, you know, I I don't know. I just I Googled it. But basically it uses convection heat to cook foods so that they are browned and crispy on the outside, but remain moist and tender on the inside. I don't know how it works. I didn't invent it. Um, And I know a lot of people do think I did invent it. In fact, the real John Max invented the air fryer. I can't believe Um, I'm finding out live on the air that you didn't invent the air fryer. This seems like a huge this is a huge reveal. I can't believe you 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 managed a, a huge reveal on don't, this episode. And I'll and I'll say I'm embarrassed by this, but do not look at my author bio in my books because it does say inventor of the air fryer. Caroline Moss is also a person who writes books. Um, okay, so she it's can not do it just all. Me. What can't she do? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's <laughs> about to find out. Um, so it's a bit of a misnomer. Um, air fryers don't actually fry food. Uh, the machine cooks the food and I am literally reading from a website. So um, this is plagiarism in some ways, but I will con- attribute to this to the spruce eat the spruce eats dot com in a blog post entitled, how does an air fryer work? We love SEO applause to them. Um, so the food goes into a basket. So the machine, you know, an air fryer looks like I'm assuming you're looking at the picture right now. It's like the basket, you push it in, you push it out. It's like a few buttons. Bleep, bloop, bloop. Um, the machine cooks the food by blowing hot air all around it. And then the force of the air, it says, produces a convection effect that cooks and browns the exterior. And as long, okay, so as long as the temperature of the air reaches more than 320 degrees Fahrenheit, breaded foods like frozen chicken tenders or like, you know, an Oraida French fry um, will turn brown while the inside cooks but doesn't burn. So it's not, so the thing is, it's like not an air fryer. It's not a, sorry, it's not a fryer, right? Cause like a traditional fryer, you, um, so, you know, you oil, fat, butter, like bread, you know, a breaded thing. You don't, you don't put like soaked food or breaded food. There's no oil. You don't like pour oil in the thing. You like, you know, you can do a little drizzle to get like, that going, but it's not like you're soaking a, a food in oil. And and I think in the beginning too, just because of like health culture, it was like, oh my gosh, like 
you know, if you watch an infomercial for an air fryer, you'll see be like, oh, my God, I can eat all this food and it's not fried. You're kidding. But it's like a completely different process to get food from not cooked to cooked, you know, but I think right. the marketing tool that they used was like, instead of greasy French fries, make your own French fries at home using the air fryer. And like, of course, that is going to sell anything that promises, you know, you can still eat French fries and right. get really skinny is going to be like a big, a big uh, selling point. And they know that, but that sucks. But like, it's not really that. It's just like a different way to cook your food. See. I think that the thing that majorly turned me off from even looking into it more was I kept seeing like guilt-free, guilt-free yes. food, like, you know, and I don't, I don't, I, I, I can't really right. do justice to how much I hate that, that part of like diet culture and health culture. So I think that like, that turned me off of it. But now mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. I mean, cause you could just say like, boiling water is like it's it's like it's a water fryer like you know what i mean like they just yeah. they, they right. it, it's it's just marketing <laughs> and they they knew they knew yes. how to sell their product but it actually it isn't that and it well it isn't only that yeah it's not only that and it's not even like mostly that i mean like sure um but i also don't know that many people at home who were like oh man i've been deep frying my whole life away. Uh, I I have a deep fryer in my house and now I don't have to deep fryer anymore, but it's like, but like also I don't think people really realized. And I'm sure like the real John Max's air fryer team, marketing team, rather, um, you know, a team of a hundred strong, as we know, uh, was not really thinking like, okay, but if you buy chicken tenders or like a frozen French fry and you just bake them in the oven, like, that's also technically like what a, a marketer fryer. would call. Yeah. Like it's just like baking, <laughs> baking yeah. something. An air fryer is different than um, an oven in ways that I don't know, but please Google it. I'm sure the Spruce Eats has something on that. But um, I think the air fryer is like super, it just kind of cuts it's approachable, right? It's an approachable kitchen item. Um, and I am kind of anti like, like, like one sort of use tools that take up space, but only really do one thing, but you can really put like anything in an air fryer. And there are some benefits to it that have nothing to do. There are a lot of benefits to it that for me have nothing to do with calories or like guilt-free, even though that is the strongest marketing tool. Um, and one of them is that it is hot in Los Angeles uh, and it stays hot. Today is October 19th and it is going to be 97 degrees. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, Caroline is right. There is drilling going on outside the RV that I'm in. That's OK. Just mute, um, mute yourself. I'm going to mute. But um, Look, and you I, guys, I've been you understand. One. Sally's on the road. Sally's on the road. And these are the sounds of the United States. OK, <laughs> what Live you're hearing it. are the sounds. Yeah, so I'm really sorry about that. I'll stay muted, but sometimes when I unmute to talk, you're going to hear okay. it. That's okay. I, I don't I'm care. I'm so sorry. Okay. You okay. know what? Apologize to the listeners because, you know, they don't deserve this, Sally. Um, So I think that it's hot. It stays hot for some reason. Um, And turning on your oven, or at least turning on my oven in my house, uh, the way that my kitchen is situated in my house, it's very central it will, the oven heats the whole house when it's on. And, you know, if you just want to like roast up some veggies or like, uh, tater tots or chicken finger, like, and to have to preheat the oven and then the oven, the oven being on can raise the temperature in your house, depending like, like several, like not a insignificant, number of degrees, right? So an air fryer is like just a countertop oven in a lot of ways, you know? And I think in the summer or because I didn't buy it over the summer, but considering in LA, it's still summery. It's always summery, yeah. I'm realizing that it is like a very efficient way to not have to... um, Basically, I don't have to avoid like cooking something just because of the temperature outside. And it's like, that's a real bonus to me. Um, 
I, especially if like Dan's at the office and I'm like, oh, I just want like some roasted broccoli for lunch with my sandwich. Or if I want like a salad with like, I don't know, toasted or whatever, I will never turn on the oven for that. That's like so much work for one person, like for one person, one serving of food for one meal. That's like multiple pans and like heat and like an oven mitt. And I'm just like not doing that. And the air fryer has really made that easy. And the best part about the air fryer so far for me is that it came with, I can't remember if it came with it or I bought it, but it might've been like included as like part of a deal on the day that I bought it. It comes with this magnet that you put on your fridge. That's literally like what food you're making, the setting you put it on, the degree that you set it to and the cook time. So it's like, Oh, you're making tater tots. Like just, um, look at the magnet and the magnets like frozen tater tots, like 400 degrees, 12 minutes. Like you, and you don't have to like do the whole thing. That's like, okay, do the whole thing. That's just Googling it. But you know what I mean? You, you know, every time and I'm obsessed with that. No, I mean, like I've now, I'm already convinced I need an air fryer because you've said so many (laughs) things that are about convenience and like putting in less effort to get stuff done. And I also saw um, that you can just like take it apart and put it in the dishwasher, which is a huge, if something can be washed oh, in the dishwasher, yeah. I will buy it. It truly honestly doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I, and what you said, like it doesn't in Philly, it obviously doesn't stay hot the way it does in LA, but our summers do get so hot and humid that it's like, even if it doesn't heat up our whole house, the concept of like ambient heat in any form just disgusts me. You know what I mean? But yes. it is nice to eat something other than like, turkey sandwiches and like raw vegetables when the weather's hot. And I feel like this would encourage me to do that. It is um, extremely, extremely tempting in that way. And if you have not just the counter space, um, you know, for the air fryer, it's also just you plug it in and then you can like put it in a cabinet. I We put ours under like our booze block table thing. Like it doesn't sit out on the counter forever. Um, but it also... Uh, does it, it's a you don't need like a million pans. I think it's like a really perfect tool if you live with one, yourself, um, or with just like one other person. And I think it's also great for like parents because like the last thing you want to be doing at the end of the day is like cooking food for your kids. But like studies say like those kids do need food, so uh, it is I think a good beneficial thing. Like anything to make life easier and to keep kids from whining is like an A plus in my book. But I really kind of thought that I would feel the way about the air fryer that I would f- that I felt about the instant pot, which was I was like the marketing got me and I'm dumb and like that was not. Uh, I should have known better. I should have known better when I saw that marketing. Um, I always fall for an infomercial, but the air fryer, I think I went in with eyes a little bit more open. Clearly like I, I'm not, I didn't jump on the bandwagon of the air fryer, right? It's been a while since the air fryer, since everyone bought an air fryer. Uh, but I feel really good about it. I use it. I would say like, if not every day, like at least four or five times a week. That's incredible. That's a lot. I mean, that's that you, I, I feel like even if you stopped using it forever, like next month, you've I've already, already kind of like, gotten your money's amortized worth. amortized the cost. Yeah. You have. So that's amazing. I can't. The other thing that you said that was really compelling is just like you want to make like a serving of like roasted vegetables just for yourself to have with your lunch. Because, you know, I'm often like I should probably eat, eat more vegetables. That seems like an, an important part of health. There's now a yep. dog. There's all the sounds of America. It's totally fine. I love the sounds um, of America. Yeah. I mean, and, like sometimes you just, I don't know, like it's very hard. If you don't like cooking and you don't know how to cook, like it's never about doing, I don't know if this is the same for you, but it's definitely the way for me. Like I'm fine with like, maybe I'll have chips. Maybe I'll have veggies. Usually it's just whatever, like the convenience of it is that the thing that like makes it hard for me. Exactly. The number of times I've like gone without eating because it's just going to be like too much work to like <laughs> yeah. figure it out and then actually make the food. And um, I do think, I mean, this could be me talking myself into something that it turns out I won't use, but this time um, it just might work for us. I think like this might be the thing that gets me to 
mixed up I, when I otherwise would be too would consider it too much of a hassle to deal with. I think you'd like it. And I bought, you know, I bought the bigger one. Um but I don't think you would need to buy the bigger one. I, there's smaller ones, but the the reason why I bought this one is because of its ratings and because of how much people love it. And I thought, like, you know, we've we've been in this a place of air fryer for so long that like people actually have legitimate opinions, and we actually know which one is the best one now. So totally. I felt very I felt very um confident buying this one. But but I think there's like a I think I bought the four quart version, and it looks like. Ninja has a two quart version. Look, this is the time of year. If you're going to buy like a kitchen appliance, like you're going to find it for like 50% off at some point. Oh, that's true. Nine weeks. But I, if you, if you think that at least once a week, you would throw a bag of Trader Joe's broccoli and like just spray it with some Pam or like drizzle it with olive oil and then like eat it <laughs> over rice. I think you should get an air fryer. It really is. It's made me a, a lot more competent. Um, in the kitchen because Dan can't cook every single meal for me I, d- I don't know why like he's he cites having a job but it's like, a marriage problem what 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 ends up happening with me is I get so hungry that I don't have even t- like I will just order food you know and I can't that's just financially not a good idea or that's like me or I just eat handfuls of dry cereal and I'm like eh, I'm right. done it's fine right you know, I, I've eaten like half a box of triscuits and like Right. Salsa. This, this cobbled is, together. A meal. Right. Which, by the way, is an amazing combination. Um, but yeah, like this is this is a, a dynamic in our household as well, because Andrea is a really good cook. Andrea really likes to cook, but she also claims to not be able to cook every meal for me. Also, similarly, citing work and career. Um, and not only do I have to feed myself, but I would I would like to occasionally prepare food for her. Um, wow. And. Yeah. And and so I feel like this is the kind of thing that would enable me to do that somewhat more competently. Okay. Well, then I want you, you know, the air fryer report. Please let me know. Um, also, we are seeing each other next week. Um, I do yeah. have outlets um, on my deck where we'll be hanging out and doing a little outdoor hang. And uh, I'd be happy to do my own version of an air fryer infomercial for you. Um, that would be, that would be amazing. I would, then I would definitely buy it right then okay. and there. Okay. Per, you'll, you'll buy mine off of me. I'll buy you it will, off of you. You will take That's it right. home. Um, we have a special guest, um, joining us for the, um, last couple minutes of this episode. So I want to get into my outdoor rec because I'm actually super, super excited about it. Um, it real, it has real dad vibes and I feel like you'll appreciate that. Cause Sally, um, I don't know if I ever told you this, but you, uh, have real dad vibes too. So um, listen, that's <laughs> my nickname at BuzzFeed. One, of, a couple of my coworkers just called me dad. So that's nice. I, yeah. So I feel that it is a thing that emanates from me and I can't wait to hear more about this one. So um, you know that uh, gas, gas leaf blowers are a problem um, for the environment. This is um, a fact that I am repeating from Dan. I don't think I ever really thought about it before, uh, but I, you know, I'm not a nature kid, um, but I can appreciate and also respect the fact that, hey, yeah, there are some things that we could just not engage in because <laughs> they are bad. <laughs> uh, and gas leaf blowers seem to be one of them. Um, so our house, which we rent um, a uh, a twice a month uh, lawn maintenance guy is my landlord pays to come and take care of our his you know his property um which is ours uh for as long as our lease um is uh, current um and that means he uses a gas leaf blower and you know rakes up leaves and the fallen fruit that uh you know our fig trees which every morning in the summer we find 20 figs that have exactly one squirrel bite um taken out of it and then they remember, oh, right, I don't like figs. And then two seconds later, they go on to the next fig. We never get to enjoy our figs. So the long guy is in charge of all that. But since we bought all of this deck furniture over the summer, and we finally kind of gave ourselves this like outdoor, um, indoor living situation that I have been craving since we moved here, what I've realized is that um, the deck is really situated under these two trees that um, don't, I don't, I cannot seem to understand their uh, shedding schedule, but like for a full two months and not consecutive months, they, 
you wake up and there are leaves and twigs and like sharp little things everywhere. And it makes it very difficult to enjoy the space. And at first I got a push broom just to try to like sweep off what I could, but that it did, it's, it was too much for the push broom. And so I realized, you know, there are, it's 2022. Amazon exists. There's definitely a leaf blower that just blows air um, and doesn't. I'm not I'm you know, I'm just blowing leaves off of my deck. And so I found what is called the Snap Fresh two in one cordless leaf blower. It's an electric leaf blower. It has a battery. And um, it just stays outside. And every morning, not every morning, but like couple mornings a week when I have to and I do wait until like 11 a.m. because I feel like that's a safe time to start like a lawn appliance I blow all the leaves off my deck and then I can actually enjoy my space and you know what yeah you had me at snap fresh (laughs) (laughs) you are a snap fresh head yeah I am it's it is such a um hashtag dad purchase but huge game changer when you're like wow, like this really annoying thing is keeping me from enjoying something I love. And that I also spent like a good amount of time and money on like to look Mm -hmm. outside and be like, I cannot enjoy my outdoor couch because of the many leaves Mm -hmm. just feels like a real little women problem to have. And I, the snap fresh has solved it. Um, it's, it was nine, it was one twenty. It's now, it's now $99. And, um, I like to think that that drilling is actually someone just using a snap fresh on your side of the microphone. So I, it, it, I just have been told by my friend who's our host that it's actually yes. a jackhammer. So it's even louder. Um, okay. And I bet you, you should snap tell him about my 11 a.m. rule because it's eight o'clock in the I morning. Sh- I don't it's, know. It's 8.04 and he's out here building a deck. Pardon yeah, me, I don't sir. know that you I don't know that you should be jack. I mean. I don't know that jackhammering at 8 a.m. is going to make you a lot of friends, but like during podcasting hours, no less. Yeah, during podcasting hours, how dare you? Um, So I have been really just delighted by this purchase. It's $99.99 right now, but I definitely bought it for like $59 during the July. No, it was like another prime sale. You know, when is there never, when is there not a prime sale? But it has changed. It has really made me feel very much in charge of my destiny. Like that is a purchase that I'm like, you know, sometimes you, you buy, often you buy things and you're like, huh, this didn't, the, the instant pot for one, right? It's like, it didn't really change the trajectory of how much enjoyment I'm getting out of my day and the world around me. And I will say that the snap fresh leaf blower has changed my life. Game changer. Uh, I can yeah. think of a use for it for myself that I think would be life changing. Let's hear it. Let's hear okay. it. Okay. Thank you. So um, I, in the summertime, I like to make cold brew and mm. I take my little coffee beans. I take my little grinder. And the first time I did it, so you, you know, you make like a lot at one. Well, when I do it, I do it like in a batch. I make like 40 ounces and it requires like a lot of grinding. I don't know if you know this about grinding coffee beans, but like you get uh, coffee grounds literally everywhere. And uh-huh. the first time I did it, the entire kitchen was like covered in coffee beans. There was like no way or coffee grounds. And so I, huh. what I started doing was taking everything out onto the deck so that I could do everything outside without – because it's it's like so hard to clean. I know – I feel like it, this sounds like the – minorest non-problem of any no, problem anyone's do, ever had. They are so fine that they get stuck in your surface. Like they, exactly. even sometimes wiping down the counter is like, they're still there. They're actually just deeper in your counter holes. A hundred percent. But so what, that. what I could do is, and, and then, so I take it out to the deck and it's still really messy and I can sweep and it kind of gets the job done, but um, not very efe- efficiently. So what I could mm. do is I could take everything out to the deck, get my grounds everywhere, and then just snap fresh them away once I'm done. Wow. That is, that's like very involved. Do you want to be that involved with your coffee? Like, have you tried other ways? Have you exhausted all coffee grinding, cleaning options? Like, have I tried just buying cold brew? 
Um, no, 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 because you, you like what you like and you have to adjust yeah. to that. But I'm looking at like, no, you I know, mean, a tabletop vacuum cleaner or something like, but I, I know the pain smart. of the, the grind, but sometimes those things don't have a lot of power. Like you need, that's the thing. But also, I mean, I already take it out to the deck. I okay. already have, I already take it totally outside. I have to admit that I have not, I didn't know that there was such a thing as a tabletop vacuum but, cleaner. But again, they don't have a lot of power. So I don't know that it's actually going to help with the annoying mess that is coffee grounds. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know. Um, it makes sense to me that you are now trying to think outside the box and even outside the home. I'm thinking outside the home. And I think that the snap fresh could solve my cleaning up outside after I guess you, know, you could also make the argument I don't really have to clean up outside because coffee grounds outside aren't really like hurting anyone but you know you like to leave a, a nice little area clean up your mess and I just feel like on, I could snap brush them away I think if you can find a good deal on it and you have a use and like and like it makes sense for you like it, it it's, it's a joy to use a b um you'll notice that outdoor spaces and get like very dusty very quickly. And the snap fresh really kind of just blows that out of the way. Uh, but there's something very um, calming to me about just like a clean area. And it has negated my need to sweep and to, yeah, I think, I think, I think you should, I think you should try it again. You'll be able to use the snap fresh at my house. Oh, I can sample all of these. You it's can great sample. to know that if I just come to Los Angeles, I can try all these products before <laughs> the I buy showroom them. showroom is actually just my house. Yeah, um, exactly. No, I mean, we also do get leaves on the deck. And I'm now realizing that Andrea does spend a fair amount of time like sweeping them away. And we do have to, we have leaves also we have to keep out of the gutter. I feel I'm now convinced I cannot live another day without an air fryer or a snap fresh. I, I, first of all, that's my job, you know, to just get you to spend money. But I actually think you would benefit from both. Um, huge, huge day for products that push air around. Yeah. I think we have to <laughs> huge say. Huge day for air heads. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm very much looking forward to you trying my Snap Fresh and trying my air fryer. Um, IRL next week um, upon your visit. Um, and our first, I think, real meeting IRL. We might have overlapped at BuzzFeed, but we never met. We never met. This is it. It's going to be the first time. And I would appreciate it if you would not prepare any food and leave your outdoor space totally covered in debris <laughs> so that I can see both of these products in it's do be like a top chef challenge for everything. Totally. First, you have to blow the leaves off this bag of broccoli. Then you have to cook the broccoli in the air fryer. Then you're going to feed me and Dan. Then and we're going to rate you. And if More we like it, we'll let you stay at our house. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm all for this. I think more friend hangs should have a reality show competition challenge. I think so too. I think so too. And I think like the judging should be staunch. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray five in one gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. So we have a guest today um, to we're following up on the dresser report for those of you who are new or haven't listened to this episode yet. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went to thrift store shopping with a new friend. Her name is Hannah. And we stumbled upon this amazing dresser. It's from the 70s. It's from a singer furniture line of furniture that looks like dollhouses, but is life-size furniture. Um, ostensibly, it was for a child's room. Um, but I saw this dresser as a standalone at our local out of the closet. And I thought, I love this so much. But uh, go back, listen to the episode. Long story short, I balked. I didn't buy it. I thought I didn't have room for it. I was like, this is, I have to stop making impulsive purchases like dressers that I, do I like it or do I want it? Do I need it? Or do I just want it? Um, and, uh, Hannah ended up buying it, um, 
fully with my support. Uh, but the episode was really focused around the fact that I couldn't stop thinking about the stressor and sort of where my head was when I was deciding I didn't, um, I couldn't, I couldn't pull the trigger on buying it. Uh, Hannah is here. Hannah is here. Um, she is joining us, um, from a few, uh, streets over in Los Angeles from me. Uh, Hannah is the owner of the stressor. I told Sally and I maintain my, um, sort of conclusive feeling about this situation, which is that at least I know where the stressor is. And if Hannah ever gets over the stressor, I hope that she price gouges me and charges me more to buy it from her than we paid at the store. And I know what she paid because again, we were there together. All right. I'm bringing Hannah into our room. Hello, Hannah. Hannah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi. Yay, Hannah. Welcome. I'm not on camera. Um, this is Sally. And Hi, uh, you know, Sally, as the voice who disparaged you for not telling me for not telling me, no, Caroline, you want this dresser, <laughs> you have to take it. And I just want I defended you, Hannah. I was like, <laughs> it's I was very much like I'm not taking the dresser like it's and Sally was like, I think if Hannah really cared about you, Hannah would relentlessly <laughs> disparaged you. Listen, I grew up in a household and in a culture where you find the person to blame. You make it their fault. You lean into it. And that's how you support your friend. And that's, you know, I'm trying to build a friendship with Caroline by making you into the villain. By and unfortunately, you this time it happened on a microphone. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's an extreme uh, approach there. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would say my tactic would be different. Um, I'm not sure what it would be, but... As an only child with no siblings, I I don't know how to place blame or also accept blame. Sure. No, you. I want to be clear. I was joking. <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong. I was. Um, wow, Sally you know, backs down so fast from I her. Okay. <laughs> also, the entire time that I we were recording, I was like texting Caroline and being like, "I'm so sorry. This is this okay? Is Hannah going to listen? Is Hannah going to be upset?" I was texting her afterward. I was like, "Was I terrible? Was it too much?" And yeah, they um, were very concerned about your um, how you would feel about the episode. And I was like, "No, we're it. We said it, and yeah. we're not going to be censored." By, we're no. not going to be censored by the by media, the by the woke mob. <laughs> um, so Hannah, you have this dresser now. How is it doing? How How is she? I miss her. But I, I, you haven't given me any pictures. Has she grown? Is she doing well? Tell me, she, how, is she, how is it? How's it going? She's doing well. She's currently in her nesting stage. So okay. she's just like really getting used to her new home. Um, you know, she doesn't come out from like behind the toilet very often. No, she's doing well. Um, I, I cleaned her off. Uh, she, was, uh, she was quite dirty. I am really uh -huh. likening this to like bringing an animal in off the street. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sure. Uh, she was quite dirty. Uh, she also has like a definitely did live in a child's bedroom at one point because there is a very large. Uh, I'm just going to call it a, a, a pile of goop in in the secretary desk. part. Mm. I don't know if you spotted that. It's like rubber cement spilled. Um, wow. So I'm I can't decide if, if that's just going to live there with us. Well, um, it was not easy to. Apart, did you try goo so. did you try goo gone uh, i did not uh oh, I, do, I love goo gone i grew up with goo gone goo gone solved like you know how like my big fat greek wedding windex solves everything yes everything yes. in my house goo gone solves everything so perfect so goo gone will, was like order a mother like a, to you yes yeah. okay <laughs> exactly I, I think you solved should also ones. if you keep if you keep the goo on it then for me at least that significantly lowers the value and I'll feel like I'll yeah. get a good deal when I eventually buy this dresser off of you. Um, do you yes. love it? Are you happy that you got it? I do love it. I actually Great. am thinking it's going to go behind me here. Um, like in your bedroom, my office. Oh, your um, office. Okay. But it's like also a little guest room. Um, so, uh, I think that's where it will be. Uh, quite honestly, it is very heavy. <laughs> 
because it's like made of good material because it's old um so well uh, I do need to like empty it out but it's still it's still in my front hallway um I have learned since sending you pictures that it is not the best place for it so it um I, I do still need something for my my front hallway which is very long and dark um Okay. We'll see what goes there. I mean, I did yeah. send you some wallpaper ideas. I'm happy you to did. be working on that with you. I know. Um, uh, yeah. I brought so, that up. I brought that good. up to, to the husband and he was like, absolutely not. And I was like, okay, well, we'll okay. just see Eddie, what happens when you're at work one day. Eddie has bad taste because he didn't like the dresser that much either, no, which know. was like, that was my, that was what I felt like was my opening a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, oh, thank you. God, her husband doesn't even like it. Like there's, that's a, that's a, you can't bring in a piece of furniture, like a big piece of like sort of real, uh, loud furniture, like a house dresser and not have both people in the house like it, but somehow that dresser's still at your house. So I'm losing hope for me. Well then it's funny because later on I was like, like as in later on, I mean like a few days later, a week later, I was like, I don't know, Eddie, like, Caroline really wants this, and I know she has regret about not buying oh, good. it. It, it and, worked. The episode and, worked. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? Like, like I know you don't like it. Like, what should we do? And he was like, you mean our house within a house? Yeah. Now Eddie is my actual enemy. He's become Great. attached. Yeah. A house within a house. I was like, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, oh I'm no, never going to get that dresser. I did, yeah. I did introduce the day of purchase. I did introduce to Caroline, Sally, the option of co-parenting. Um, now that's interesting. How I would did, that work? Yeah, I, I, I did bring that up. Um, it's still an option. Mm-hmm. But but there is a, a a logistics issue. There is there is, and and it's heavy. And also, there's like twenty five steps to my house, and it just though you know I have been, I don't want to brag. I have been doing some weight training. So oh, you absolutely should brag. Brag okay. Away. I'm bragging. I've I've been doing some weight training. So I don't think you know now with my let's see four weeks of weight training under my belt. I probably could come and pick up your dresser, yeah. bring it back to my 100%. house and then bring it. Okay. I think that is a good use of time resources. Um, yeah. yeah. Honestly, if you saw that dresser in person, Sally, you would agree. It, it is a good use of time and resources. Um, I, it's, it's quite tall actually. Like it. Yes. It's big. It It is. Um, I remember being like Caroline, can we put it in the back of your car right now? And, and I said, like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> There's no way. A, there was so much shit in my car. B, it's so, it was like a big, it was like a big boy. You mm-hmm. know, I also, um, I have like space dysmorphia where like, I have no idea what would fit where, when. And so my answer is always no. Cause like, I don't want to find out otherwise. Dan is I... the opposite. Dan will take his little Fiat and be like, yeah, I'm going to just go get this grand piano off of Craigslist. I think I can, if I put the seat down, I think it will fit in my car. Yeah. I'm like, all right. It's like, I have one later. bungee cord. It can go on the roof. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll put it on the roof and we'll just drag it. Uh, the piano's on wheels. We'll just roll it down the freeway. Yeah, just roll um, it. So Hannah, I know that you are now using the dresser and I, we're going to give this little, like a the last couple minutes of the show, a little bonus product recommendation because Hannah has a product that she is now storing in the dresser, <laughs> which I actually, I think that's, you know, I love a functional space, a functional furniture. Um, tell me about what this product is, and how you feel about it. Um, we have a few more minutes of the show. Give us your best pitch. Okay. Uh, if you, if you don't know me, um, this is incredibly sarcastic. I am not storing my stockpile of this product. Oh, you were lying, Jimmy. Okay. I was- okay. I think you should. Is is my opinion. It would be a, I'd have to buy a lot of it, a lot of it. And I wouldn't go through it as fast as I could, but, um, okay. I, I do. So I have listened to Caroline for a long time, started with a Twitter thread, have been following, I guess years now. So every once in a while, I'm like, what would, what would my product be? Uh, and it is not a new thing. Everyone has had it at one point in their life. They most likely have it 
now in their bathroom somewhere, especially if they have children. I do not. Um, But I still have a lot of it. Um, And it is baby powder, which solves so many of life's problems. Wow. The the goo gone of, of, of it's, 2022 yeah, is baby powder. Of body, of body care. Uh, okay. the of body I know care. about, you know, a diaper rash. I know about just like sweat, you know, putting baby powder on a place where you sweat a lot. Yeah. What other uses are we using baby powder for? So I, I, I guess like have to say like, don't put it in your underwear, lawsuits, no. whatever. I love Not that. Safe. Okay. Don't do that. However, I keep a travel thing of baby powder in my like travel bag. Or in a larger purse if I have room for it all the time. Don't have dry shampoo? Great for dry shampoo. Forget deodorant? Works in a pinch. Mm. If it's hot, put it in your bra. Um, on my wedding day, I was really sweaty and I asked the coordinator, I was like, do you have baby powder? And I just had her like dump it down my back. <laughs> really worked. <laughs> wow. um, but there are two things that baby powder works for that you would not think of. Okay. One is it can be used to untangle like a fine chain jewelry. Wait, like, what? Instantly. Wait instantly. a second. Hold wait a minute. On. Wait a minute. 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 What? What what do you oh, do? Well, you can't. What do you say more? I mean, yes, what? please say more. You, you literally t- just like take if you have like a fine necklace. I usually am wearing one. I don't have one on, but um, put it on a plate and put baby powder in and literally just like rub it around and it like. It's poof. It, it is the goo gone of, of this scenario. You should, they should oh. teach this in school. The fact yes. that I am 43 American years old and I don't know that you can untangle necklaces with How baby often powder. have you been like literally a just lot. like trying to make – or you get like an earring to try to like put through the hole of the chain. Yes. Get it untangled because if you're like me and I like – I don't remember when you have to, you used to have to take your jewelry off to go to the airport so I'd take my jewelry off and then like shove it in a pocket <laughs> – and then, yeah, exactly. And then the whole entire rest of your trip, you're like, I can't wear this. Do yeah. you know how many times I've said they should invent something so that you can take off your effing necklace and it doesn't get tangled? And little did I know they had, they have. And this, mm-hmm. it's hiding in plain sight this whole time. Yeah. But like, what is the science behind that? That makes no sense to me. This is, it's magical science. It's, it's magical science, what I like to call. I do have a second one, a second use that I hope. I mean, you wouldn't even I hope need we'll one after as that. Much as this one. Okay. It's okay. So Caroline and I have talked about this. Uh, we are not. I'm not a beach person. I do. Mm. I like. I like beach vacations, but I. I also. I'm. I more so want a pool. Um, mm. Like to have resources. I also just like don't love sand very much, and. I, I never understand people who go to the beach and just like are covered in sand the entire time they're there. And that's like, they ignore it that I no not for me. Yeah. So did you know that baby powder releases all sand from your body? No, no, I didn't. And I, I am a person who's not really a beach person, but I'm married to a hardcore beach person. And one of the reasons that I don't, like the beach that much is because of I, I just feel like there's a lot of discomfort happening and one of the major discomforts is the sand, the sand. yeah and the, the sand and the salt water and the sunscreen like like if you have any sort of Ooh. sensory issue and I do and that is like a big sensory trigger for me and also just like you're stuck and then you have to sit in your like hot car and drive home and you're like, gro- uh, uh, I'd rather, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. no, no, wait, but I don't, I still, again, I don't understand. How? <laughs> again, so what do you do? So say you have sand on your feet. Okay. Okay. Wait, I need to interject here. I do think that there is a big mistake that people make, which is when they have sand on their feet, what do they do when they're going out to their car? They go to the running shower to wash the sand off, but wet sand is much harder to remove it just clumps. Like you're not washing sand off. You're actually just getting wet sand on your body. Like dry brushing dry sand off with the towel, kind of like sort of swiping a towel at like your feet that have sand on it. That's a lot of, that's a way easier way to remove sand than by running your feet underwater. Yeah, um, I, agree. I don't understand what, where baby powder comes in. 
So my uh, my family has a home on Cape Cod, which um, we acquired like later in in my life. I was out of college when I got it, um, and so I learned this fact late. But we'll carry it with me. We were at the beach, and I saw this woman with. I always buy the like travel size things of baby powder, so like I said, so I can put them anywhere. But she had like, like a Costco size thing of baby powder, and sure. was just dousing her child like her toddler in it profit just like wow this baby powder and I don't know if I asked her or I asked someone I was with I said what is what is this lady doing and they said it gets the sand off and it does and so like I I think I mean if I just think a little more logically you know like we use baby powder to absorb wet things put it in our hair to absorb the grease stops a diaper rash I grew up, my mom would like put it in her shoes before church. <laughs> she wasn't wearing socks, like before the era of no-show socks. Um, wow. And so, and it creates a, like a, a little barrier. Like obviously you use it when you're leaving the beach. You don't put it, <laughs> like sand will still find you when you're at the beach. But, sure. Yeah. Um, it really, really does work when you get it on your legs and it, it just comes right off. And then of course you have a little bit of a baby powder film, but. It, well, that's wow. it is magical. Baby powder does smell really pleasant to me. It yeah. smells really like to me. I associate it with like fresh, clean, not too fragrant, but like enough that you're like, ooh, like when you see something, when you see a product and the scent is like fresh linens or something, quote unquote. Mm. That's kind of like what it reminds me of. But I never thought I had like a use for baby powder. Now it turns out I have several uses for baby powder. Yeah. Hannah, you really came in here and like just like stunned two people who to spend a lot of their time talking about this kind of stuff. I'm really, I'm proud of myself. You Car- Caroline, I want you to brag about your weight training and I'm going to brag about, about this moment. For the next I will. Minutes. I truly like, yeah. this is really, I'm going to, I, I can't, part of me wants to go tangle a necklace and then, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, have one somewhere. I, yeah, I have a necklace that like, if, for some reason, I take the tangle too far and I can never get it out. Then I won't be like, hard. I'm not going to do it with like my m- most favorite jewelry, but maybe I should because maybe the stakes would be really high. But the baby powder for sand, the thing is, I'm going to have to take your word for it, Hannah, because I'm never going to want to go to the beach to try this out. Like, I just don't, I'm right. not going to want to go near the sand, but I'm very tempted. I would love to see like, it's just, I think it's going to send me down a rabbit hole on TikTok or YouTube where I'm like, watch, I, I'm going to find someone yeah. who's like doing this how to. Wow, wow. Bag. I love this. Has been very, I will let you keep the dresser now because you've imparted such wisdom and knowledge. And Sally, <laughs> how do you, do you feel a little bit better that, that Hannah is the one that has the dresser now that she's taught you so much in her time with us? I wouldn't want that dresser to be in anyone's home but Hannah's. I'm sorry, Carolyn. Okay, well, that's, that's a little, that's like, far, okay, that's a little like. <laughs> now, wait, just really quick. One question. Do you have a preferred, like, brand or is it just like you just do Johnson & Johnson? I just buy Johnson & Johnson because I usually am going to refill it when I'm going on a trip somewhere. And that's just, they have this the small version. But, like, my with my mom's house at the beach, like, it's whatever's from the dollar store. Amazing. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's the best product recommendation is like also like it works really good. It does these cool things and you don't have to get the like expensive one that's like branded for millennials in like a cool package. Like you can just go to the dollar store and it's going to do the trick. Yeah. I hope other people write in with more baby powder recommendations. I, I would I love to like find is... just like a hundred uses for baby powder. Yeah. Woo. Wow. I have y'all. Mm-hmm ready to take on the day. I know so much. I know so, so much. Um, Hannah, thank you so much for joining us um, today for thank the dresser you. report. I'm happy to hear it's doing well. I'm happy to hear your house within a house is finding its home in your house. Um, I uh, can't wait to come over and see it soon. Sally, yeah. um, I can't wait for you to come over and try the snap fresh and the air fryer next week when I see you. Uh, and we'll give an update as to whether you make those purchases. Um, thank you guys so much for listening as always Facebook, Instagram, you'll hear all of that on the bumper off the show. Uh, and we'll see you next week for another episode. Take care. 
You just listened to another episode of Do Things Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the GThanks Instagram at GThanksJustBoughtItPod and the GThanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424-245-0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. GThanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our GThanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash GThanks and friends.